Anyway, morning, Steve. Well, if it's a lovely day, we we can do our best to ruin it. We I, can do I, our best I, to ruin it. I'm, I'm a man on a mission here. Uh, the the big the big pressing question of the day really has got to be, how much is a cheap, reasonable one way ticket to Taiwan? Yeah, I mean, this is the ticket that Mr. Lamwingay is thinking of purchasing. We don't know. Oh, yes, he said, yeah, he did say it. Yeah, he did. He yeah. said it on RTHK, it so it, it must, must be, be true. true. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Glad we can agree on that. Um, no, I mean, goodness, what this this whole epic, um, which started out Smiley, as, uh, as being... I know. It started out as being disturbing. It then got to be very frightening. And at various stages it turned farcical. And now it's just downright unsettling. I mean, on the one hand, you have um, Lan Chung Ying... Um, I'm just laughing. Um, um, sending his most trusted officials up to Beijing for tough talks with the mainland authorities on on notifying each other when they when they've nabbed um, citizens from either sides of the border, and and um, they come back and they say, "Oh, we definitely, definitely didn't talk about Lamwing Gay. Definitely didn't talk." And then, oh well, yes, there was that 15 minute video they showed us of him coughing up and confessing. And uh, that was good. We enjoyed that. That was that, that, that was that was great. I mean, this is kind of it's it's that sort of horrible black farce, you know, where where they love to show pictures of people confessing to their crimes. So it's just not just the Chinese Communist Party. I mean, the Nazis did it. The Soviet Union did it. All dictatorships love to have moving pictures of people confessing to their crimes. Now, Lamengay says, yes, indeed, I did so those things. But remember, they had to record it many, many times to get me to say it. And I was virtually told to so those, say those things with a gun, you know, placed on my head. So, um... There's that kind of... I mean, I thought we'd perhaps, being in 2016, we might have moved on from that kind of stuff. We clearly haven't. Mm. Um, Then we've got this... I mean, it just gets weirder and weirder. So they go up there. This is supposed to reassure the people of Hong Kong. And the first thing they do is play this ghastly sort of Stalin-esque video. And they think, well, that will reassure the people of Hong Kong. It will scare the wits out of them. But that's the normal MO, isn't it? Well, that's the normal MO. So um, while, you know, various people like Rimsky-Korsakov or Rimsky-Yoon, whatever he calls himself this week, were up there, um, you know, um, negotiating in a tough manner. That that incidentally included sitting in the notebook saying, "Uh, yes, yes, oh, yes. Oh, yes to that. Um, that, that. That was how they, they conducted themselves up there. And if anyone gets a script of what was said, I will pay good money if it said anything else other than that. Yeah. So then you've got, meanwhile, back at the ranch, you've got Lamwingay saying, look, I'm being followed by all these people, I'm being harassed, I'm getting very worried about my personal security. He goes to the cops and they say, all right, all right, all right, all right, enough already, we'll offer you protection. And then they issue a statement. I mean, this is just almost beyond belief. They go, today we have agreed to offer protection to Mr. Lamb. We don't believe a word that he says about him being under threat, but, you know, that's what we're doing. Um, Hang on, wait a minute, wait a minute. Sky blue, earth green. um, What's going on here? It's just, I mean, it's kind of farcical. Well, it's not kind of farcical. It is farcical. I think it's a bit of a checkmate because this has never happened before to to this level and to our knowledge. And 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 also... What are we going to do now? Thump. Yeah, well, I think there is certainly some of that. I mean, 
of course, the other people, particularly Libor, who apparently was actually abducted across the border, have come back and um, they've got his... Remember, this is how these things are done. They've got family members of his hostage exactly. that's, on the that's mainland. All you need to say. And, and he come back and said, God, I had no idea the mainland was such a wonderful place. <laughs> Everything there was absolutely tickety-boo. Well, I mean, you know, I wouldn't like to have been in his position. I wouldn't like to be under the pressure that he's under. But grown-ups understand fully what's mm. going on here. Mm. And grown-ups don't seem to have been allowed into the offices of the Central Police headquarters. Now, let me just rewind a little bit. So you've said the f- f- possibility of family getting pressured, etc. So he's saying, no, no, nothing happened. Then you've got winner, winner, chicken dinner from Regina, mm. who says sometimes family here don't do much about it. Yeah, Because yeah. we've got other family. Yeah, we we, yeah. Can, we I mean, can lose one. Yeah. Uh, well... I think we've got to be objective about Regina Ip. She is running for chief executive. I mean, and to be objective, to get the nomination, she has to suck up absolutely very, very, very big time. Can I add another two varies to that? To the central authorities to allow them to get her put on the list. And so she's absolutely pulling out all the stops here. You know, this is nothing to worry about. Rendition, nothing to worry about. Nothing is nothing to worry about. And she says, I know this because I'm... Oh, uh, uh, not I'm running for office. I know this because I used to be security secretary. What about this notion that we genuinely don't have a mechanism to deport it, to, to, to turf that, him but, upstairs? Well, they didn't need a mechanism to whisk Lee Bond well, I understand the that. I understand yeah. that. But this is Hong Kong government people no, being no, asked no, to make a decision is, about is, him. Well, I don't... Th- I mean, there may You're well fine, not mate. be there may well not be a mechanism, but now that we know that people can be whisked about the border, whisked across the border, this mechanism is... or no mechanism. I mean, it, it's this ghastly system of rule of law still kind of operating, and rule of lies operating even bigger time. You know what this is? It's actually it looks on paper like a real big test of one country, two systems. Two, it's an two ino- systems. It, it, is, it, it is enormous test. Like an experiment of, in it. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean, remember, whatever, what they can't get around, and even Regina in her, uh, her please let me be chief executive mode can't get around, is what all of these people are alleged to have done, i.e. published books that are illegal on the mainland... And flogged them on the mainland, is ...is legal here. Well, yeah. There is nothing. There is nothing in Hong Kong laws. I wonder I, how much stuff I, that's put out here would actually well, be. Well, most loads. Most, I would say. Um, you know, it's it, it, it's it's kind of black and white. That student rag. You are allowed to publish this stuff here. You're also, incidentally, allowed to send it where you like. Whether at the recipient end you're allowed to receive it is an entirely different question this is true but the fact of the matter is that none of these people and they can't find a way they're i mean regina goes into all these contortions well you know this is very horrible and he's smelly and you know blah 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 but they can't actually find a law that has been violated so what now to cut to cut to it what now well let me give you another really ominous thing there's the taichung option well, there's, yeah, Mr. Mr. Lam takes a plane over to Taiwan, doesn't come back again. And that would, oh, sorry, that would create a whole new thing for the world news guys to crack on about, wouldn't it? You well, know, it would. Taiwan it, it, rescues Hong Kong. Yeah, but I mean, Taiwan, of course, has form. They've got people like Wang Dan living there from, from 1989. So, you know, I mean, 
the fact that Wang Dan and people like that feel secure in Taiwan tells you... Are they, though? I mean... Well, t- obviously they are, otherwise they wouldn't be there. I know. I but mean, they have the option of being in the States, but they want to be on a Chinese From what, from what you know, territory. I mean, the deal is the deal. They, they can be safe in, you know... Well, so it would appear. Well, let's never, say so. never. <laughs> let's so. never say never. Never say ever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, I don't know. But, I mean, um, Wu uh, Kai... Wu Kai... Wu is also there. <laughs> I wanted to say Wukai Shah, but that's a place, not a that's person. What I did. <laughs> so, but but meanwhile, while all of this is going on, we we're hearing, and this was a story broken yesterday in Apple Daily Wukashi. and and, and Thank you. And followed, I just can't say it. It's yeah, like... no, it's one of those strange Uyghur names that you've got to get your head around. Go on um, uh, this was a story broken in Apple Daily yesterday and followed up as though it was an exclusive in the South China Morning Post today, um, about the pending dismissal, the rumoured pending dismissal of the acting head of operations at the ICAC. This is Rebecca Lee. Okay. Now, she is a high flyer within the ICAC. She's quite well known, um, um, or she's very well known, in fact, among law enforcement uh, officers. She's known as someone with a fierce reputation for getting her guy so to speak yeah. you know uh, she's yeah. she's um she's a no shit um sherlock sort <laughs> oh of gosh. operator um and um she was very much considered a high flyer in fact she was very much considered to be a, a potential head of the icac okay and remember the key words in icac independent commission against corruption so now it seems that she has, and this is where things get very, very worrying indeed, that cast uh, doubt has been cast upon her person by the central authorities because as part of being a high flyer, she went over to the United States and did some training with the FBI. So they're going, oh, no, 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 no. We're not having any of that in Hong Kong. You may have something called the Independent Commission Against Corruption, but um, we really, really, really don't want any of that. So the rumour is that she's going to be replaced by somebody called Ricky Yao, who nobody had heard of, other than the fact that he was involved in the... The, the expenses scandal, which finally led to the demise of his boss, Timothy Tong. So, you know, you've got someone with an impeccable reputation in the job, apparently being forced out for reasons not disclosed. Incidentally, her departure has not been confirmed. And it's strongly rumoured that she's going to be replaced by someone who has the taint of scandal sort of yeah, running and? around his, his back neck. Now, what is very, very frequently cited as one of Hong Kong's strengths is that we have an ICAC and that it is indeed an independent commission. If we now discover that the most senior positions within the ICAC are subject to veto by the central authorities, boy, are we entering yet another level. I mean, every time things get bad, you sort of go, oh, yeah, but they're not going to do anything else. They're going to step back now. It's kind of going to be all right because, you know, things kind of work themselves out. What's this all about then? I mean, we need to know what this is all about. Um, I imagine that what we will hear is that, that for personal reasons, Rebecca Lee has has had to go and, you know, no, how dare you drag politics into this? How dare you say, well... Well, the story. Well, dare the Chinese press have got it. It was in the SEMP this morning. Mm. And and is your is your sense that it's being spun? Kind of, there probably is 
a little bit more than well, I think I, she I wants mean, to be with her friend or whatever. Um, I just understand from from talking to people that that the story is written as speculative purely because it hasn't been confirmed, but 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 that it will be confirmed, it, it, there is little doubt. So if it is confirmed, and you know, there's always an area of doubt until things are confirmed. But if it is confirmed, and if it is the case, this is the most worrying aspect. If it is the case that someone is being removed from a senior position in the ICAC because she doesn't comply with the expectations of the central authorities, that's goodbye ICAC. It really is. Because if ICAC is to be seen for what it is, and it has done a good job in many, many respects as no longer being an independent body, it's a central pillar of Hong Kong's authenticity, if you like, of Hong Kong's status well, as a place where rule of law applies. Let's have a quick look at what they did write in the SCMP this morning. The end of the article has got this long list of her achievements, very, mm. very impressive ones too. Mm. It starts off, it says, uh, Hong Kong's internationally respected ICAC is facing turmoil at the top as the future of its deputy commissioner and most senior investigator hangs in the balance. Well, those words, it's not like I want to go and sit on a deck chair in Margate, is it? It sure as hell ain't. Yeah. And, um... I, I, I imagine that, um, well, let's, I mean, I hope for her sake this isn't confirmed, but if it is confirmed, this is very big league stuff. Mm. This is not some sort of minor reshuffling of the deck chairs on the Titanic. This, this is the whole, you know, this is the whole going under. You could be forgiven for linking all of these things that are happening now very, very closely. It's well, almost like a big domino's just well, gone Well, this tilt. is what I'm saying. This is why, you know, I wanted to talk to this immediately after talking about the, the whole business with the um, with the booksellers, yeah. because it is linked. It is linked to what's going on in the mainland. I mean, it's very hard to underplay the extent to which a purge is underway across the border. These number of people who are being had up for anti-corruption, and I'm not saying they're not corrupt, but, you know, there's many corrupt people who aren't being had up, so the people who are being had up are being had up purely for political reasons. With, What's with, the with, end game to all of well, this, Well, the end though? game of this is power, is, is, is making Xi Jinping not only the supreme leader, but the unchallenged leader. But that was just a bit Freudian. 20 minutes to 11, still in with Steve Hines. We've got a couple of bits of correspondence for you. Yeah, we have. We've, um, Alan has written in to say that, um, in fact, he's quoted, uh, I, I just paraphrase, but he's quoted Regina Ip's statement, which is, his case is no different from Hong Kong residents, Hong Kong fishermen arrested in the Philippines for trespassing or Hong Kong people arrested in Malaysia or Thailand for drug trafficking. So this is what Alan says. So Lam is no different from a drug trafficker. No mention that publishing books in Hong Kong is not Ill no mention that publishing books is not illegal in Hong Kong. Also that Hang that Lam was not actually arrested, which is quite true, just detained without any legal process for six months. I mean, he's hit the nail on the head with this um this note. And honestly, I mean I know that she's running for, for, for chief executive and I know that there's the, her nose has to turn a brighter shade of brown. But honestly, this is shameless stuff. You know what? And, and he's very... Uh, thanks to Alan for calling her out um, with the specifics. It's almost like... It's almost like it's a legal black hole and there's just been one a one-way ticket into it yeah. right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want to go to Francis, who says the word independent 
is not in the Chinese name for the ICAC. I'm sure Steve will remember when C.H. Tung was chief executive in waiting. He proposed that the English would be altered to match the Chinese. Uh, there was an uproar from within the ICAC and the proposal was scrapped. There was an uproar in LegCo, as I, as I recall, as well. But, yeah, thanks for pointing that out. I had actually forgotten it, but it's a good point. I didn't point. know that. I didn't know. It's a good point. And, and, you know, it does remind us of what an important part of the framework the ICAC is. Uh, and, and just, you, you know, I mean, I, I, maybe our listener, both of them, know this, but let's remember why the ICAC was, was established in the first place. It was established after these enormous, enormous scandals over police corruption. And there was this purge of the police force. The police then responded by virtually saying, if you purge any more of our officers you know, we're all walking off the job. I mean, that, that, that there was it was a moment where Hong Kong was on a knife edge. We're talking about the, um, I can't remember exactly the date, but it, it, the 1970s is, is, is when all this kicked off. And um, the government, in an uncharacteristically smart move, which, which, which kind of saved the day, said, all right, all right, we'll stop the purge. You know, we, 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 the police officers who, who've escaped the net we're not going to carry on looking at them. I mean, we know that they're bent, but I tell you what, we're setting up this independent commission against corruption. And its initial purpose was to look into corruption in the police force. But of course, it, it, it's, a, it's a commission that has a wide ranging remit and now isn't really doing that so much. But it is doing and it, it's similar to other bodies in other jurisdictions. Yeah. And the whole point of these commissions is that they only work if people believe they're working. Give us a bit if of... You, if you hear that, that, that the mainland authorities are saying who's suitable to lead this section and that section, bets are off. Give us a little bit of history here. So Murray McElhose was the governor. It was 1974. Was. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, you, you know, there, it, it was a standoff. It was a standoff. There, there were very high-level um, police officers who'd been indicted, like um, uh, Godber. Well, well, he was the most famous one. He was the most senior, I think, of the policemen. And it was believed that corruption permeated the ranks to a very, very considerable degree, particularly at the desk sergeant level, where uh, money was changing hands like dishwater. And, you know, there were so many of the cops involved that, that the government had to decide, you know, are we going to lose the police force? Because, you know, they, they were out on the streets. This was, this was a dangerous moment. And I, I understand, I mean, in, you know, in high moral theory, you should say, well, you know, um, they should have carried on the purge until the end. But I don't think that was actually a viable option because Hong Kong would have been in even greater chaos than it was then. So the smart, I mean, it was a brilliant move, actually, to say, OK, all right, we'll call the dogs off. But hey, remember, the party's over now. In other words, you know, a border has been drawn and we are setting up the ICAC. So don't think that we're just saying the party's over. There will actually be a body to make sure that any of you who want to carry on partying, there will be an address 
at which mm. your actions will be delivered to. Sorry, that's a convoluted sentence. At which what but your actors might... Yeah, what, no, in in well, it. Well, let's bring it forward a few years, because, you know, the word corruption, many, many sort of interpretations. And what's happening now in Hong Kong is what the public seems to be saying, that's corrupt, it's not necessarily that things are illegal. I mean, the whole Guangxi thing is kicking well, in big exactly. time. I mean, you know, well, th- this is the whole problem with corruption, that that some of it is, is traceable. You know, you just look at the bank account and you say, hello, it's a couple of million dollars there that don't seem to be accounted for. That's kind of simple. But a lot of it is really difficult. I mean, what, what, do you, what, what do you make of a senior government official who one moment is in charge of administering a particular industry? I won't mention any names, but property, property. just comes to mind <laughs> vaguely. And the next moment, the people who were in charge of determining the fate of that industry and the individual big operators in it then goes to work for them. Was there a prior arrangement? Or could you say it's his skill set to start with? Exactly, exactly. So the firing, uh, the the, the smoke from the fired gun isn't lingering in the atmosphere, but the aura of suspicion lingers quite heavily. Um, Advantages and favours seems to be order of the day at the moment. Yeah. Accepting thereof. Accepting thereof. I mean, you know, we do have the shining example of uh, what happens across the border. And a lot of what happens now is very heavily influenced by that. Because so many decisions now have obviously been taken out of the hands of the local government. You know, one country, two systems, very, very good, except for where it isn't, where it's one country, one country. And so many of the practices which are rife across the border. I mean, one reason why Xi Jinping has smartly said that he will purge all his opponents through the anti-corruption campaign is because to the average Joe on the mainland, corruption is a very, very big issue. I mean, you know, it affects everyone, from the person trying to get a bed in a hospital, the person who wants to get their child into a school... Buildings falling down. Buildings falling down. I mean, it's practically impossible to think of a way in which the average citizen on the mainland has not been touched in a bad way by corruption. So it's a popular idea that you should have a purge on corruption. I think what's, what's annoying people at the moment here in Hong Kong are these stories about people using power to their own advantage. Of course, the suitcase thing, we know all about that. Then we have the DAB guy who apparently got shifted up the front of a yeah, queue we're talking about- because he only meant the doctor and the nurse involved at a cocktail party. Yeah. Now, who knows? But the public doesn't... They, you know, they have to wait for ages to get That's fixed right. in hospitals right. here. So and sometimes it, it, it has a very bad ending. It sure does. I mean, we're talking about the leader... Well, he's no longer the leader of the DAB, but the former leader of the DAB, Tam Yu Chung, who somehow mysteriously went from bottom of the queue to top of the queue in a public hospital without touching the ground. So they've had an investigation... So what actually happened then, if it was all kosher? It, well, they've had, actually- an, they've had an investigation, and this is, you, you know... If you want to find someone who's got a PhD in weaselology, you want to speak to some of these people who take part in these so-called inquiries, the same as uh, the inquiry into my good friend and carpenter lover, Mr. C.Y. Lung and his baggage handling facilities. What they're saying is, ah, yes, 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 this does seem to be a bit irregular. Mm, Yes. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, No one's to blame. Goodness me, no one's to blame. So somehow these things carry out are carried out in the ether, and although there was a, a bit of a bit of an irregularity, can you all just shut up? Inquiry completed. Next. Well, that's the kind of stuff I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's exactly. It. So when you have a society in which everyone is equal except for those who aren't, in the use of public services, it is that corruption. So- I. I 
personally would describe it as corruption. I think it's abuse of power. I think it's a very... It shows that you have this... I suppose what it shows mainly is that in a system which is developing to a very forceful degree in Hong Kong is this ghastly toadying atmosphere. Mm, that's Somebody it. important turns up and everybody gets into a, it gets into a frenzy. <gasps> Tam Yu Chung is outside. <gasps> Let's put him... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, all of that stuff. You could uh, be forgiven for thinking that. You could be forgiven for thinking that. You could be forgiven for thinking that security procedures at Hong Kong Airport don't matter when it involves the meanwhile, daughter of the chief executive. Meanwhile, somebody very ill is stuck out in A&R and can't get seen. Yeah. A&E, A &E, excuse me. A &E. and can't yeah. get seen. Yeah. Uh, or, or, or meanwhile, you know, an 80-year-old old lady goes to a public health clinic and is forced to wait four or five hours for treatment. But, hey, you know, do we know her? Do we know her family? Does she seem to be an important person? Nah. Well, look, here's the deal. She can wait. The She's 80 years old. Five years, five years, sorry, five hours, ain't nothing. So Q QE Hospital decides there's no irregularities about this one. I'm sure if we were to really think we could find other, other things like this. QE Hospital decides there's no irregularity, blah, blah, blah. The question remains, just, just out of curiosity, how did the geezer jump the queue? Well, it's a simple question. gave his name. I think it's as simple as that. He gave his name and they went, oh, isn't that time you tried? So it's there, it was there for? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And how, but, but you, you need to ask the number two question, which is how do we know? How do we know in this case and how do we know in the airport case? Because someone in the system blew the whistle and said, oi, we're supposed to be in a system where everybody's treated equally. I think the public have a right to know. I noticed that one of the, um, one of the new lines of defence... To stop this happening in future is whistleblowing. Very, very bad. Ooh, very, very bad. I mean, when there's a need for whistleblowing. Yeah, exactly. Apparently in Hong Kong it was quite all right for Edward Snowden to come here and blow whistles about the United States. Actually, the biggest whistle ever blown by a whistleblower in history. Apparently that was perfectly all right. But if somebody within the Hong Kong system blows a whistle, <gasps> very, very bad, breach of trust. <gasps> Ooh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, talk about two-faced hypocrisy. I know. I mean, it, it, you know, you could just be a perfectly innocent question. Well, you know, the guy was looked after in a private this, that and the other. What, yeah. Well, how? What, just what? Tell me. What happened? What happened, yeah. And, I mean, you know, uh, we're, we're just, just sort of on this theme, but tangentially, if well, I can no. even say that. Um, we have yesterday the um, inquiry into the massive and totally useless um, cross-border MTR project which has gone into cost oh, over start round talking cost about singapore round. carriages in a minute as yeah well, yeah well, well singapore carried the mainland carriages that the singapore authorities unlike the hong kong authorities have had the guts to say apparently it was even it was another i don't know but well the, word the fact is, of the matter is they, they quietly whisked well, them out the fact of the matter is they sent them back because they didn't think they were fit for purpose yeah. and the mtr is going oh um yes oh, oh oh gosh um 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 oh um Right next, but anyway, but on the on the, the this is the transport panel of yep. the Legco was supposed to be investigating that the MTR, which is now belly aching about their findings, which finds that they were all to blame and the government was blameless. But the MTR, who are belly aching about this, refused to send people to the panel to give evidence, and then they're going, well, they had no evidence. Uh, hang on, how does that work? Either does that you work? cooperate <laughs> with an inquiry 
then you have valid grounds to say, look, we gave you this evidence and you've misinterpreted. But they withheld evidence from the panel. The panel then found its own ways of getting uh, information. They produced their report. They said that the MTR was... Well, a minority said that the government might have been to blame. I don't know why they thought the government was to blame. I mean, they supervised the project. They're the majority shareholders in the MTRC, and they ordered the project. But somehow they're not to blame. That's all right, fine. I, I completely understand where it's that comes from. once again in this black hole of we don't know how to deal well, with this. We're or, imploding. Or we're melting. Well, I still go back to the... the, the, the what I still think is the all-time great uh, bureaucratic cop-out was the, was the famous Carrie Lam one after the water scandal when she said... Which is still... Well, which is still, incidentally, bubbling. <laughs> bubbling big time. But, you know, there was another inquiry into that and she said, oh, well, we've concluded that everyone's to blame, therefore no one is to blame. Yeah. I love that formula. I, I think I'm going to use it. I want to wrap up today with a cracker that John's just emailed me. Good morning to John Kay. And he says... Um, have you seen this? He flashes up an SCMP, flashes being the appropriate word, oh, SCMP article. The Democrat Alliance of the DAB, um, led, by law, led by a lawmaker and its Women's Affairs Chief, Elizabeth Quatt, has released its latest update of the 17 worst places for women to be exposed <laughs> to the lewd gaze of hidden cameras of lectures and it's all escalators it and looking up, skirts, up ladies skirts, blah, blah, blah. Yes. so essentially what the dab and its brilliant wisdom has done has just published a pervo guide it's a pervo guide to hong kong if you want to look up yeah. women's skirts yeah. here's get, where to get go. onto the dab website